live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Obviously, there's a lot of attachment there. Like I told you guys, Wofford, I'm not going to sit here and be a robot and say that it doesn't mean anything. It will, but right now all that matters is me and continuing to improve until this regular season starts. I've seen how my dream has turned into my worst nightmares, but there's no other one to blame than myself. I haven't made the right decisions on this past few weeks, month, even start at the beginning of the year. I have made a mistake, and I regret every single step. Does um, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, does it make any sense for us to play each other in another non-conference game when we're trying to, when both teams are trying to get in the playoffs and win a conference championship? Mm-hmm. From a physicality standpoint and from a standpoint of we need to win games, it's not going to happen. I don't see it happening. And I know that upsets some people. But I could just say, yeah, sure, we'd love to play them. I think it's going to happen. Let's work it out. I just don't think there's anybody behind the scenes working for that. I'm just trying to be realistic. It's TJ's fault. I'm going to tell you right now, UTEP will beat OU in the opening week. Oh, you really ticked him off with that one, Dre. <laughs> Hour two on a Wednesday, August 24. Toby and Drake back with you. A1 and McGriddle, 10 days away from a Sooner kickoff. 10 days! Here we go. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. 10 days from today, we will be at Owen Field. The Palace will be a hopping. Uh, Brent Venables will lead the Sooners out for his first game as Oklahoma's new head coach. Electricity will be in the air. The new lights we get to see. Well, yeah, it'll be a day game. Say. Never mind. It'll be a day game. I bet. I bet they still got them on. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, we will have all kinds of pregame coverage for you. We'll be telling you about all our plans next week. We'll be laying out our. Uh, you know, what we're going to be doing during football season as far as uh, Fridays and everything, picks contests, all that kind of stuff next week. Joe Castiglione joins us for the annual Joe C. Day next Friday morning on this show. Three hours. The entire show will be co-hosted by Sooner Athletic Director Joe Castiglione, 6 to 9, next Friday morning, September 2nd, live from Neighborhood Jam. If you want to make plans now, come join us live. Come have breakfast with us. Watch the show. If you can't do that, you got questions for Joe C., uh, either shoot them to us and we'll try to ask for you. You can text them in that day. Uh, A lot of things to talk about. A lot has happened, Drake, since last year, since the last Joe C. show. 
So uh, much to discuss with the man. I'd like to start this hour with a happy birthday, Drake, if that's okay. Happy birthday to one of our Sooner Radio crew members, Stats Kelly, today. Oh, Stats. Happy birthday. The number cruncher himself, um, the human calculator, Stats Kelly, celebrating a birthday today. So uh, happy birthday to him. I'm uh, flying high today. I'm soaring today, Drake. I'm full of confidence today, and let me tell you why. I don't know if you've been listening to the show or not, but I've had a rough few days mm-hmm. in the uh, restaurant area. A plethora in a rut. Of... Yeah, that's right. I've been slumping. Uh, bad orders, spilled salsa on the shirt. It's been a really tough run here. It's been embarrassing for your family, I hear, too. Absolutely, it has been. For me, my family, for the listening audience, for Sooner Nation, it's been embarrassing for everyone. But you can't run from your weaknesses. You can't run from your enemies, Drake. You got to face them head on, you got to overcome, right? And so yesterday, I said, enough is enough. And I had a luncheon yesterday. Uh, The Oklahoma City Rotary Club every year invites myself, Barry Trammell, and John Holcomb to a what they call the Bedlam uh, OKC Rotary Luncheon. Now, you would think, Perhaps that would be closer to the actual Bedlam football game, but not the case. They always do it at the beginning of the year. And everybody wears their red and their orange, and and there are a few smart alecks in the crowd who wear their uh, you know Kansas State purple or whatever school they support. And then uh, Barry Trammell um, uh, serves as kind of the MC, and he peppers John and I with questions about our respective teams. There is some good-natured needling. That takes place, Drake, but we all come out alive and a good time is had by all. And so yesterday was this annual luncheon in downtown Oklahoma City. And I decided to wear my new white pullover yesterday to the luncheon. Uh, I don't know. Did this come in your kit? Did you get a new white pullover in your kit? Yeah, the uh, uh, short sleeve. That's right. I kind of, kind of cool. I, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So I said, you know what? It's uh, overcast, but not cold. It fi- it fit into that small temperature range when the short sleeve pullover is acceptable. And so I just, but I said, and I thought about it. I, it's actually, I said, wait a second. You're going to be eating and then getting up in front of people. Is this wise? And then I said, I'm not going to run from this. I'm, I'm going to face my demons. And so I wore the white pullover to lunch. Uh, I had a couple of uh, burger sliders with some mustard on them. Handled it like a pro. Did not get anything on the front of me. And I can proudly... Sit before you today, Drake, and say, 
that I did not embarrass myself, my family, or Sooner Nation yesterday, as far as I can tell, in, at least in not dripping anything on myself, okay? Now, I may have said something that people are embarrassed about. I can't testify to that, but I am brimming with confidence today. That is a win streak of one in a row for me in a public setting, Drake, and uh, I feel like a new man today. Hey, you can't have a winning streak until you win the first one, right? That's right. That is exactly right. So, but so how uh, how were white the... pullover is scary, man. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, so how was how were the sliders yesterday, though? Did you feel good about that meal choice, or did you even no have any alternative? That's what I was, that was served. Okay, okay. Well, that's what was in the that was what was on the buffet. Uh, I feel fine about it. Okay. Yeah. Why do you have questions about it? No. 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 no it's fine. I, I, I'm it's just fine. wanting to see if you've Picnic gotten out of your ordering rut too like or not. Tailgate, or this was tailgate just food. this was just a spill-free uh, meal for you, and that's where no, the it's like was. at a it's like at a church yeah. atrium or church yeah. uh, play. It wasn't like there's was no ordering that took place. Yeah. You just grab your plate, grab what you want, sit down, eat it. And go root for your team. So it was fine. It wasn't the greatest meal I've ever had in my life, but it wasn't the worst either. It was a fine meal. I enjoyed the fellowship with Barry Trammell. Um, I told him I really, it's an honor, always an honor, to be interviewed by someone who uh, at one point covered the land run. <laughs> Zing! And we got a few in at each other. And then, uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. So back to the Mike Gundy on the Doug Gottlieb show. I want to play the entirety now of the Bedlam answer. You heard a little clip of it, a little clip of it uh, at the top of the hour. But here's the entirety of the exchange between Gundy and Gottlieb on whether or not Bedlam should continue to be played once Oklahoma goes to the SEC. Really? Well, one, it's over my head. I don't make that decision. Two, uh, you know, what I said this summer was OU and Texas need to make those decisions. They're the one that bolted from the conference. But my personal opinion is, is, is it's not feasible. I think that everybody's just trying to avoid coming out and calling it like it is, is that once they make the move to the SEC, it's over. Uh, the, we're, we're playing nine um, conference games. We're playing scheduled. We're, we're scheduled up through the mid-30s with uh, an extra – um, power five opponent and then we have other games and um, I can't speak for for anybody else but I know that at Oklahoma State we have 10 power five conference opponents a year and then a lot of seasons we're picking up Tulsa which is has been competitive with all these power five teams so that's really 11 okay like this year with Central Michigan you know that 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 conference up there they play in the MAC with those teams. You got to be real careful in playing them. Uh, they're 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 well coached and and they can win. So it does does um, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State does it make any sense for us to play each other in another non conference game when we're trying to when both teams are trying to get in the playoffs and win a conference championship mm-hmm. from a physicality standpoint and from a standpoint of we need to win games. It's not going to happen. I don't see it happening, and I know that upsets some people, 
But I could just say, yeah, sure, we'd love to play him. I think it's going to happen. Let's work it out. I just don't think there's anybody behind the scenes working for that. I'm just trying to be realistic. Okay, but but there is a there's a financial element to it, right? I mean, the, the could be the, there could be Doug and and television's driving this this um, train. You know that these contracts that are driving all these conferences. So could there be a side where um, somebody jumps in and says, hey? Um, we will do this, this, and this, but we need non-conference OU and OSU to play every year, and it's worth this amount of money. Now that changes the ball game. Yeah, I think that, and there, and there, there has to be. There's a a, a monetary amount to which it makes it worth it, right? And, it and could, that could very well happen, sure. Be, because the, the other part element to it, which has been explained to me, and I don't know if it's BS, you tell me, is some of these schools that have bolted have said, like, look, part of the deal is the TV money. That's almost a wash because in order to elevate to the SEC, we got to upgrade facilities, travel is more, et cetera, et cetera. But the 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 way you make a the, a a bunch of money in football is filling up that stadium, and it's a lot easier to fill up that stadium when Georgia and Bama and Auburn and Florida and Georgia are coming to town as opposed to Iowa State and Kansas State, it's it's et cetera. The the same would ring true for you, right? Like, no disrespect to Central Michigan. Or to any of the power fives, you play Boise on the road or Arizona State. But you know the idea of anyone there, there won't be an empty seat in the house. You can charge whatever you want if OU comes in um, on a biannual basis in terms of for the suites and for the seats. There's truth to that. The other side of that, though, is they come to the games if you're winning, and if you're projecting in major bowls, New Year bowls, and potential playoff. That that's another reason why they come. So. <clears throat> It's the fine line. It's almost like in coaching. The key is to practice hard enough to be physical and be in great shape in the game, yeah. but don't do too much to where you're beat up and you don't get your guys to the race. You know, it's like what Coach Sutton used to say. I want to show up at the Kentucky Derby, not with a donkey running in the race. I want to show up, <laughs> at the, I want to show up with a racehorse. And so there's a real fine line there. And you know what's interesting about all this? This is all going to be determined, Doug, behind closed doors with, with conference commissioners and university presidents, and football coaches are going to be told what to do. It's just such a soft look, I think. Like, even if he feels that way, it, it's just I, I would publicly come out and say, yeah, I'd love to play him every year, and then behind the scenes tell my president and AD, let's, let's, just, let's just make sure this doesn't let's, happen. Let's it's just, just not. Yeah. It's such a soft look. I like Mike. I think he's wildly entertaining. This is a bad look. And you can tell Doug, who's an OSU guy, is like trying to say, you know, he's basically saying that to him. Like, come on, man. It, it, I just have to roll my eyes whenever he says, you know, I mean, we've got, we've got, already got a tough non conference schedule. We've got teams like Tulsa and Central. Just stop. Like, Mike, that does not prevent you from having a good non conference game against a Power Five opponent. It just doesn't. And whatever you say, stuff like that, it just emboldens the idea. Like you said, it's just soft. You don't want to play a tough schedule at all. You want to avoid as many big dogs as possible because you want to possibly go undefeated in a weak Big 12 whenever Texas know you leave. And you want to possibly uh, give yourself a chance every single year to be as high in the rankings as possible. Him right. saying, well, it, it, yeah, yeah, I mean, OU, it might help you get get uh, some extra money, but you know what else gets people in the seats? Uh, having a good winning record. Okay, well, Mike, 
that's just one game on the schedule. Are you saying one game's going to completely break your team? If that's the case, like you said, you are soft. It's not a good look for OSU, but what else would we expect from OSU? Well, uh, be nice here. To be fair, they do have some quality non-conference opponents in future years on the schedule. Now, the next couple of years, it's Arizona State, and that's not overwhelming. But they've got Arkansas, Oregon, Alabama, uh, Nebraska, all coming up in the next few years. So it's it's not like they don't have some big-time non-con opponents in the future, but Anyway, I think I think like I said before, I think Oklahoma goes. All right, fine. What do we care? But it's just I'm, it's a bizarre stance, in my opinion, for him to take publicly. Uh, but for him, anyway. it, like if you say that, hey, we've got these Power Five schools on the schedule moving forward, but him saying, well, we got Tulsa and Central Michigan on the uh, schedule here later on. So what do you want us to do? We can't afford to have any more big games on there. That's where people just have to roll their eyes at what you say. Like, when you mention those two teams and say that you can't afford to put any uh, strong non-conference teams on the schedule because of Tulsa and Central Michigan, then nobody can take what you're saying seriously. Should have picked a couple of other teams. Yeah. yeah. All right, break time, 7.20 in the morning. We unveiled team number three in the countdown coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Terry Saxon at Saxon Realty Group. He's not afraid of having a strong non-conference schedule. He will put his game of being a realtor against any realtor in the game with his one-time listing fee of $8.99. That will help save you thousands in listing commissions. He will put his performance as a realtor against any other realtor in the market. Call Terry and Jackie Saxon, Saxon Realty Group at 405-361-3380 or visit saxonrealtygroup.com. Uh, Air Covered Solutions, text line Go ahead. zero. Ooh, lots of lots of people uh, chiming in now with the uh, Gundy stuff. Uh, first, though, uh, without a natural rival in the SEC, let's make Nebraska on Thanksgiving a non-conference forever. Forget Bedlam. That's uh, from Coach. I mean, Texas is going to be in the SEC. Right. So, go ahead. And, and I think that if you asked OU fans, like, would you rather uh, – have Bedlam as a non-conference slate moving forward every single year, or Nebraska, at least for right now, wouldn't you think that the resounding response would be Nebraska each and every year? Mm -mm. I think if those are the choices you gave OU fans, that they would pick Oklahoma State. I I, I, I don't agree with that. I think the Nebraska thing is fun, but if you said you could have one or the other for the next 10 years, I think they would pick Bedlam. That's a good question, though. I could be wrong. It's a good question. It sounds like, I, I just sounds like, like a the Twitter ne- poll question to me. 15 years ago, well, let's see, 2000. 2010. Okay, so 12 years ago, um, I think maybe Nebraska would have been the answer, but I feel like, you know, there's been some separation and moving away, and, you know, not not everyone remembers the glory days 
as well anymore. So, I don't know. It's a good question. It's a solid question. It definitely for Neither one's people, gonna people happen, under 20, probably. like uh, Parker Thune, for instance, uh, isn't going to look at OU Nebraska the same way as somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My, my kids. Yeah. You know, I got two sons in, in their 20s. They don't remember. Like, they don't care about Nebraska. I mean, they get caught up in it because we tell them the stories and everything, but they don't remember the reverse or the kick or the catch. I know the kick happened at Ohio State, but I'm talking about the, the one that beat Nebraska up in Lincoln. Uh, they don't remember all the, the game of the century and our showdowns in the 80s and Osborne and Switzer and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. Uh, to be fair, OU has a couple goal line stands, failed two-point conversions, and missed field goals from having a few more losses to Choke State. Okay. Right. That's that's in response to uh, the Tyreek Hill repunt. Uh, right. Darla says on the text line, I was just wondering if your son made it to his destination. Okay, I'd like to hear about it. I'm getting very excited for the season. He did. Thank you for asking, Darla. He did. He is on the East Coast now, a long ways away from his mom and dad who were sad about it. Air Comfort Solutions text line, I don't care if OU ever plays OSU and anything ever again. However, it's sickening listening to coaches say we have to find easy games to win. What happened to coaches teaching athletes to compete? It's a bad look. I do think without a doubt, I mean, it's it's uh, no question in my mind that bedlam will continue to happen in every sport other than football. Oh, you and OSU are going to play in basketball and baseball and softball, and soccer, tennis, and, you know, everything else. It's just too convenient. It's too great. Fans love it. Um, there's no way it's not going to happen in every other sport. We're just talking about football here. Yeah, I mean, especially, like you said, like baseball, like softball, it's too too convenient of a road trip. It's too easy to work into the schedule whenever you've got the SEC on the horizon to where you're going to have a lot of road trips. It, it just makes too much sense in the other sports. Exactly. But, I mean, football, it sounds like Mike Gundy is a very, I mean, it's it doesn't just sound like it. He is a very vocal uh, proponent of that game never happening again. Um, Mike Gundy making all the excuses not to play OU, making Central Michigan sound dangerous because they beat Okie State at home. Little brother stays scared. Okay. Um, will Brent Venable's weekly press conferences be broadcasted live this year? Uh, we won't be able to, uh, broadcast it live on uh, our station but it will be broadcast live yes. on the network uh yeah that broadcast will start at 11 a.m uh brent is scheduled to take the podium each tuesday and on espn plus and on espn plus yeah so uh, the sooner radio network affiliates mm-hmm. uh wherever you're wherever you may live the affiliate near you will carry it live every tuesday morning as will uh it be televised on espn plus and uh, that'll be every Tuesday, 11.15, right. when he's scheduled to take the podium. 
Uh, tell me why it makes sense for OU to continue Bedlam. We don't need to add an extra game. All I ever hear is the SEC is tough enough. I mean, uh, that's nobody's saying that OU needs to add another tough non-conference game. OU the, doesn't need it at all. No, that, it, they don't need it at all. It does OU no. It does OU no good. It does nothing but elevate Oklahoma State. That's if right. you win it, you were supposed to win it. If you lose, you give your in-state uh, rivals in a different conference some foothold in the recruiting ground in this state. So there is no other than it's good for the state, it's good for the economy, it's good for the fans. They like it. That's the reason to do it if you're OU. If, like I said, if Oklahoma State doesn't want to play Bedlam, OU says, all right, fine. We still got Georgia and Florida and LSU and Texas A&M and Alabama. We're going to sell tickets. Our home schedule is about to be unbelievable. Not to mention quality non-conference opponents on the docket as well, just like he was talking about. I mean, Michigan in 25 and 26 and more Nebraska's and Clemson on down the line and all that kind of stuff. OU is, they don't need it. They don't need it at all. They'll, they'll say perfectly, all right, fine. You don't want to play? Hey, you let us know. President Shrum, Mike Gundy, Chad Weiberg, you call us. When you decide you're ready to play Bedlam, you give us a ring, and we can talk about maybe scheduling a game every five years or three years or ten years or whatever would fit into you know, what you'd like. It is a great thing for the state. In the neighborhoods and the churches and the schools and the offices and and everything, and that's there are in-state rivalries across this country. It is a great thing for the state and the fans and everything. They love it. But uh, as far as Oklahoma needing it, no, they don't need it. They don't need it at all. It's a uh, they need it like they need a migraine headache. I'm sure. So, hey, we need to take a break. We need to unveil team number three when we come back. The countdown continues next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Khakis get to walking. Good evening, everyone. I'm TJ Perry Moonves, and welcome to Big Brother Coaches Edition. Ding dong, the is gone. Let's all celebrate. But first, who will be the last two house guests standing? Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law, 405-659-7221, or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Well, it is a double eviction day. On the countdown, we're going to unveil number three now, number two coming up in about a half hour. And then our number one ranked team will be tomorrow, and that'll be it. The 2022 countdown will be in the books. Uh, T.J. Perry, if you haven't figured out, Drake, not a big Jim Harbaugh fan. He made that clear on the show yesterday. And again, T.J. Perry Moonves in the intro today uh, dropping some, and I apologize to the kids in the car listening for the inappropriate language. That was obviously dropped he, in there. He, uh, I'll tell you what, too. He tried to slip that expletive in. I had mm. to bleep that out in the break. So Ooh, Good catch by you. 
All right, let's remind people of the teams on the countdown so far, and then why don't you have uh, some fight songs queued up for us here, Drake, for 6, 5, and 4. Does that work? I can do that. All right, so, uh, man, this it feels like yesterday, but we started over four weeks ago now with Nebraska 25, K-State 24, then a run of SEC teams, 23 Ole Miss, 22 Arkansas, 21 Tennessee. Tennessee was 21, then 23, then back to 21. Kentucky at 20. That was before Mark Stoops and John Calipari started sniping at each other. 19 USC, 18 Texas, 17 Wisconsin. The Oregon Ducks were our 16th ranked team. Oklahoma State came in at 15, followed by NC State making their first ever appearance on the countdown, and they were at 14. The defending Big 12 champs, Baylor at 13. Auburn 12, Miami 11. Last week we had LSU at 10, Jimbo and A&M at 9, Notre Dame at 8, Utah at 7, and then last Friday our number 6 ranked team was... Brent Venables, Oklahoma Sooners came in at number 6 on our countdown. Little bit higher than the AP and coaches' polls have them. This week at number 5... Clemson Tigers were at number five. Don Munson, the uh, play-by-play voice for the Tigers, joined us yesterday on the show to talk a little Clemson football. Can DJ Uyunglele be better this year for them? He's going to have to be if they want to get to the playoff again. And yesterday at number four. I mean, that fight song is just an instant injection of adrenaline. Michigan comes in at number four on the countdown, which brings us to today. The number three ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... Ah, the rivals go back-to-back. The Ohio State Buckeyes come in at number three. All right, these top three teams, I think, have separated themselves in the countdown. Pretty much every poll you see anywhere is going to have the same top three teams. Hard to differentiate. Here's why I have Ohio State at number three. They are the one team in the top three that has the biggest question mark going into the year. There is a side of the ball for them that was an obvious weakness last year. Will it be this year? Don't know, but it definitely was last year. You can't say that about the other two teams that we are to unveil. So, Ohio State is a definite college football playoff and national championship contender this year. But they've got the biggest question mark. That's why they land at number three. They have tried to address that question mark by going and taking Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State. Jim Knowles is the new defensive coordinator for the Buckeyes. We'll get to that in just a second. Offensively, they should be uh, dynamic. C.J. Stroud, maybe the front runner for the Heisman Trophy, certainly one or two going into this year. 
an amazing freshman season last year, 44 touchdowns, only six interceptions, 72% completion percentage. He is a star, and he is surrounded by stars. Travion Henderson at running back, stud. Uh, Smith and Jigba at wide receiver, absolute star. The only question for them maybe on offense is the offensive line where uh, they got to replace a couple of guys, but I expect them to be very good up there as well. They were a little bit inconsistent last year on the O-line, but they'll probably be fine. Ohio State is going to put up points and be a juggernaut offensively with the uh, Stroud, Henderson, Smith, and Jigma trio. Uh, As good as there is in America. Other side of the ball is where you worry. If you're a Buckeye fan, can Jim Knowles turn them around immediately? Because quite frankly, they were bad last year. Ninth in the Big Ten in points allowed per game. Ohio State, ninth in the Big Ten. Uh, They were run on. They were thrown on. They were bad. Uncharacteristically bad defensively. Jack Sawyer up front could be a difference maker for him this year. Uh, they've got four- and five-star guys. It's not like they don't have talent. They seemed unorganized and at times disinterested in tackling last year. They consistently got beat in the defensive backfield. The development of that secondary is going to be important. they got some veteran corners back there, Denzel Burke and Cameron Brown. they got a youngster in Jordan Hancock. Uh, but, I mean, that's... That's the whole thing for me for Ohio State going into this year is can their defense be better? Maybe. Jim Knowles is really good. He built Oklahoma State into the best defense they've ever had last year. He's really good. So maybe is the answer. If Ohio State is better defensively, they might win them a national championship this year. That's how good the offense is. Fascinating schedule. Really, it's it's a bookend schedule. It starts with Notre Dame and it ends with Michigan. Uh, they get both of those games at home, by the way. There are a couple of potential roadblocks in the middle. Wisconsin, but they play them at home. They got to go to Michigan State, and they got to go to Penn State. So, you know, it's not an easy schedule. Notre Dame's good, really good. Wisconsin, Michigan State at, at Michigan State, at Penn State. Michigan, uh, they could very well trip up along the way. But because they get Michigan at home, I think Ohio State wins the Big Ten. I think they beat whoever they put up against uh, them in the Big Big Ten championship game. I think they're a college football playoff team. Uh, It all comes down to how improved their defense could be, Drake. Ohio State at three, too high, too low, or just right. I think it's just right. Like you said, they've got a ton of playmakers on offense. Uh, I mean, a lot of people put that triumvirate of players on offense with Stroud, with uh, Henderson, with Smith and Jigba. Those three are legitimate Heisman contenders going into this season, and they will put up big numbers. They always have with Ryan Day as offensive coordinator slash head coach, and the Like you said, the big separator here from the top two teams is going to be defense. Uh, can they be good enough this year to be able to compete with 
those top two teams of Alabama, of Georgia, spoiler alert, people, those are the two teams hey, that are hey, left. Hey, uh, hey, Can they compete with those teams? I don't know. Offensively, they will have enough firepower to be able to go and do it. Uh, will their offensive line be good enough? Who knows, uh, up until uh, it actually comes time for the college football playoff. But they get Notre Dame in the non-conference. That's a top-five team by most accounts. You get them very injured, and you get them right at the beginning of the year. You get almost all of your big games within conference at home this year, with the exception of having to go to East Lansing against Michigan State. Yeah, I think it's just right where you have Ohio State. They're the favorite to go win the Big Ten this year, and uh, it all is going to be whether or not they're a uh, improved product on the defense if they can uh, compete for a national title this year. How about that gift in week one they've given us? Notre Dame at Ohio State in week one in prime time. Uh, OU's got a day game, 2.30, so you can race home and and, uh, watch that game on Saturday night. That is going to be fantastic. I hope Ohio State doesn't mess around and wear some alternate uniforms like they do from time to time, or Notre Dame for that matter. Hopefully we get classic Notre Dame against classic Ohio State with the dotting of the eye and the horseshoe and everything. What a fantastic way to start the college football season. All right, Ohio State at number three. Number two coming up at 8.05 this morning. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show on a Wednesday. We roll on next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Welcome back to Row in the Morning Show, final segment of Hour 2 on this Wednesday. I'm Drake Dyke, and he's Toby Rowland. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Uh, be sure to give Terry and Jackie Saxon a call at Saxon Realty Group at 405-361-3380. Ask them about their one-time $8.99 listing fee that can help save you thousands in listing commissions when you sell your home. That's right. Eight ninety nine, just one time. They'll save you thousands. I can't be right. It, I can't be right. It, it's what the copy says, T. Row. It has wow. to be right. That's stunning. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Eight ninety nine, one time listing fee, saving you thousands in listing commissions and the sale of your home. Visit SaxonRealtyGroup.com to see testimonials from other customers that they've helped save thousands, so they can validate that eight ninety nine listing fee that Terry and Jackie will give you along with the same great service you'd get with any other realtor. Call them at 405-361-3380 at saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line, T-Row, before the top. Go ahead. Uh, He also, Gundy, complained Ohio State took his defensive coordinator only to find out four years prior uh, to that he took the same defensive coordinator from another school. Kind of only likes things when they happen to him in a positive way. All right. Do you see Georgia Tech trying to back out of playing Georgia every year or South Carolina trying to back out of playing Clemson every year? Come on, Gundy, cowboy up. All right. It's from Florida Landshark. Uh, great game when OSU comes to Tulsa. Teams nowadays are very competitive with talented players on every team making games. Very interesting players want to play and all teams are on TV these days. That's from Ralph in Tulsa. Thank you, Ralph. 
Uh, Gunny of Stutzman Army says, good morning, gents. Having a great show so far. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Gunny. Uh, I'm all in on Nebraska every year. Uh, <laughs> autocorrect, uh, got him too. Uh, he says, Drew OSU. Hmm, think he okay. means something else. Okay. Uh, we can all imagine what that might be. Just Oklahoma State is all it says on the text here. Translation, Bedlam is done because I want that loss every year off of my schedule. That's right. That's what Gundy wants. Um, okay, State all day. Nebraska, Nebraska. Nothing like beating up a little brother at Thanksgiving. Uh, Toby, can you please make this a Twitter poll between Nebraska and OSU? On their What's Conference the question? Sex if line? if it, you could pick one rival to play non-con every year, mm-hmm. OSU or Nebraska? That's yeah. the question? Yeah, I think that's right. Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's any world in which that would get me in trouble. I can't think of one right now, but let me put a little more thought into it. Okay. Uh, right. T-Row. Just go ahead. Just got a Blackstone griddle. What's the first thing I should cook? Um, breakfast. 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 Start is a good call. simple with breakfast. I would work my way toward a hibachi at some point. Um, I could talk you through this. Philly cheesesteak maybe is a, is a something early on you could make. Uh, but I would start with breakfast. Throw a bunch of bacon down on there, some eggs, hash browns for sure. Let the hash browns sit longer than you think. Don't mess with them. Let them sit and get good and crispy on one side. Maybe a little sausage links or patties in there if you want. You could fill up the whole thing with your breakfast. It's visually very pleasing and delicious as well to the lips and stomach. So that's where I would right. throw in some pancakes on there. If you, you want. can do some pancakes. Sure. You can Drake. Absolutely. Uh, and last one here. Pancake on... or waffle. You know, today's national waffle day, by the way. Is it? Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, pancake or waffle. I probably prefer a waffle, mm. but D- disagree, but a weak disagree. I eat them both, but I yeah, would go. I, I, if I had to both pick them, one, I'd but, go pancake. But if I were to choose between the two, probably waffle. Yeah, very good. Top of the hour when we come back, team number two in the countdown. T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday. Back after this. From the gridiron to the hardwood to the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. 